This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. It's Christina and Rayanne. And we have a very fun episode today because we are going to talk all about Rayanne's marathon. The marathon I've been banging on about for two years. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I can't wait to like discuss it we in will, full detail. We will do a full deep dive. I was like thinking about what I wanted to say about it on the run. And I'm like, since when can I just- On like, the run? <laughs> yeah. Like while I was running, I was like, okay, you know, got to keep your brain busy. And I'm like, since when can I just like not do something? Like I always have to think about like, what does this mean? the deeper like I'm like <laughs> when did I get like this but I love it I love that too self-reflection for sure um how was your weekend how are you how is everything going everything's going really really good you guys have probably are gonna be annoyed hearing me talk about Miami but I'm finally going to Miami so when this episode goes live I'll just have gotten back from it but I just need a vacation so badly um I need time for myself Yes. And I'm so excited about that. But this weekend was really, really good. Listen, like Nicholas has more friends than I have. Nicholas's social calendar is exhausting to me. It's so <laughs> exhausting. We had a pool day, barbecue with friends Saturday. Then he had this like early Easter egg hunt on Sunday. And then he had a birthday party Sunday night. Oh my Dude, gosh. like what the heck? A I, social butterfly. I would say it's a reflection on Steve and I because... We're making friends with moms, but oh wait, actually when we did the pool day, it was so cute. So my friend Mariana, who you have like met now, yeah. she has a daughter who's four and it's like so cute seeing them oh. two together because four years old and like one year old is like a huge difference. A big difference. But they're so cute. And she'll be like, Nicholas, come here. And like the way she talks to him, it kills me. Oh my God. And then he was like, Bianca. And the way he said her name, me and Mariana were like, just like literally head turned. We're like, did he just say Bianca? <gasps> It was the cutest thing. He like then said it like three or four more times. Steve came in. He's like, he just said Bianca. We're like, I know. We're like, we heard him say it before. He has a little friend. It was so cute. And then at one point, um, they were sitting on the same chair together eating dinner. And he was like just resting his head on her shoulder. And I was like dying. Oh my god! It was so, so sweet. Honestly, just like seeing your kids with your friend's kids is like so beautiful. And like so, so nice. Special. So special. So that was really, really fun. Oh, and then- well, this is going to get me into my obsessed with. So perfect. We, okay, perfect. So obviously I've been talking so much about like not being able to find my size. And it's just like something that I've struggled with my entire life. And I think that my body has just really changed a lot since after having a baby that has made it even increasingly harder. And I just really feel like I'm in this really, this weird in between where like, I just don't fit into like a lot of straight sizes and I'm just too small for a lot of plus sizes. So I'm in like that middle ground that obviously like makes it easier for me to find clothes and like a lot of other people who are in a bigger body, but it's just really tough for me. Like I just feel like I don't fit. So anyways, I was with my friend, um, Anaya on Saturday. We went for breakfast. We were walking around Larchmont and there's this like sample sale going on. And the guy who was doing the sample sale was like, kind of like a used car salesman. Like he was mm. super, super pushy trying to sell everything. And it was like a little aggressive, but, uh, and I just like, didn't need anything they had. Like he had really nice stuff, but like, I need to like binge clean my closet. Like I don't yeah. need to add more things to it right now. But Naya found this super, super cute jacket. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with that. It was so cool. I was like, I wish they had that in my size. He's like, I'll find it in your size. So he goes to the back 
which by the way, the back is just behind this like fake wall, <laughs> like a little partition. It's not in the back. And then he goes to like the person, I think his name was Louis. He's Louis. He's like, Louis, what's the biggest size we have in that jacket? <laughs> and it was so loud. So what's the biggest size we got in that jacket? So he comes out, he's like, I thought, he's like, sorry, you heard that, didn't you? I was like, yeah, I heard that. And like, I was fine, but like, it was just like rude. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I put on the jacket. Is it too small? It was like a little too small. It fit, but it wasn't great. You know, yeah. he was like, amazing. It fits you. It looks perfect. I'm like, dude, this is not perfect. And he goes, no, it looks so good. It's your size. And I was like, no, like, and I think this is what I'm obsessed with is that for the longest time I have been the person that's like, if it fits, I'm happy with, about it, mm-hmm. but it just fitting your body does not mean it works for your body or looks good. Yeah. Or how it makes you feel. Or how it makes you feel. And I'm like, okay, if I bought this jacket, yeah, would it fit? I would 100% never have worn it. Mm. And so I guess I'm obsessed on like a multi-layer one. How annoying people like that are. Oh my gosh. Like the, the shopping experiences. The just, I'm obsessed with like a bad shopping experience and like how to change that for women. Obsessed oh my gosh. in a bad way. Friday night, I had an equally bad oh, shopping yeah. experience. That was like, I went to Bloomingdale's and I was looking for sandals and I found these that were so cute. Guys, like, what size do you wear? He's like, oh, I was like, can I get these in my size? He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, let me guess, a nine? I was like, no, I'm an 11. And I kid you not. He goes, oh, he literally said that and rolled his eyes. What is up with these dudes? I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I know. Having a size 11 yeah, it's annoying. sucks. It sucks. Like they don't, and it sucks for you because you're gonna have to go back. You're not gonna have anything in my size. So you're not gonna make a sale. It's annoying. But- I'm just trying to like figure Gosh, out how you I can a, make a better shopping experience for women. You had a double whammy this week. Double whammy Friday night and Saturday morning. Maybe I just need to stop shopping so much. Yeah. I mean, or maybe not. Maybe I just I, need I, to create my own line or something because that is just not okay. I think it's like interesting though. Like we share when we do as like fashion bloggers or whatever we are, mm-hmm. we share what we find, but it's like, we don't always share how much like we shop so much mm-hmm. because I'm constantly returning yeah. and constantly sending things that don't work. So I can, sh- so we can show what does work because what probably two out of 10 things work. Yeah. That's like maybe, maybe one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I share a lot of what doesn't work on like TikTok and stuff and on stories just because yeah. It's for me, it's like literally 95% of things that don't work. And it's just really frustrating. Yeah. That's frustrating. But it is yeah. what it is. It is. what I'm it- happy that I'm at a place where I can like just laugh about it yeah. and move on and not be annoyed because I think that I, growing up, I used to have these similar experiences and instead it would like really make me feel insecure about myself. And now I'm very much in like, you're in a secure place where it, I like, feel like it's the clothes and the brands. It's yeah. not me. It's like, know? Oh, it's annoying, but like, it's not going to shake you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, my, um, obsessed with this kind of, well, kind of similar, I guess. Well, we went to this event, uh, last week with a brand that we both love Longchamp, and I've worked with them before. And I really like, it's a beautiful brand. I love working with them afterwards. I saw on, um, a few of our friends stories that they were dressed by the brand and obviously they gave gifted us bags, but we weren't dressed by the brand because, they don't go up to our size. And I had had a conversation before with the contact I know at the brand and was like, I am so honored to work with you, but are, do you have plans to extend sizing? Like what is I, you know, as a size like 12, 14, I don't fit into your clothes. So I'm just curious, like what the brand like stance is. So wait, you've tried the clothes on. 
I've tried the clothes. Okay. They, and I, one dress fit me. It was like a jersey dress, but it was supposed to be like baggy and it fit me like a bodycon. I actually loved the dress. I wore mm. it for a, a TikTok I did for them and I loved the dress. It was beautiful. But it, it no, like a stretchy dress fitting yeah. at the store doesn't mean I fit into their clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- she said basically they're thinking about like they're not expanding apparel because they're maybe going to cut apparel. Mm blah 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 but then i'm like okay it's a new season i don't know it's just kind of it just is it's still like okay everyone's like at this event dressed and like where you know it's like oh yeah you know it's like wait you were dressed for the event okay yeah interesting it really is interesting being in like this world of like brands want to include more body positive or more size inclusive models and content creators but the brands that want to include that don't necessarily have the clothing that fits. Or I've been seeing a lot of um, conversations about like um, brands like making, they'll use models like Barbie or Paloma, whatever. They make custom sizes for I them. I know. It's, so that it's is literally, so annoying. It's literally like you are, you want people to think you're inclusive, but you make a custom size specifically for that model. I forget what it's mo- not inclusive at all. I think it was Pat Bow. I I forget what brand I saw. Um, and now I forget the model, but I saw this plus size model wearing this brand, and I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, thank goodness! I was so excited. I go to the website because I was like, I want to buy that, and of course they don't have it. No, like goes up to like an eight or ten, and I'm like, what? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's messed up. So I've just been thinking about that. I'm like, that's really really annoying. Yeah, and yeah, just whatever. And I guess all we can do is continue to have these conversations with the brands that we are working with and, and talking about. But I was like, damn, that's annoying. All right. What's your product? Okay. So lately I've been working with Amazon a lot. So I've been like shopping on, like, I'm like literally buy things on Amazon at least once or twice a day, which is really an issue. Um, but I've been buying a lot more clothing and fashion. And I actually just did this TikTok video of dresses under $40 and I love them all so much. I'll have Sometimes to link- I feel like I don't see your TikTok. I feel like you don't either because I always say something about my TikTok and then you're like, I didn't see that. Okay. I'll have to go back and look. Um, all right. Continue. I'm going to link it. Uh, I'll link it obviously in our notes and in the email newsletter, but maybe I'll link it on Instagram too, because the dresses are all so good. And they're all, I think they all go up to like a triple X and they're all under $40 and they all come in like 10 different colors. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So that's what I'm obsessed with. Amazon fashion and you have a B, you know, we love an affordable situation. Yes. Um, well I'm obsessed with, I actually like forgot about how much I love this until I was with, um, Rosie for my marathon marathon this week and we're staying in a hotel. It's getting dressed. And she's like, Oh my gosh, what's that bra you're wearing? And it's negative underwear. It's a mesh mm. bra, but it's like there it's not an underwire bra. I love that. And it is like a scoop neck. I'll link it. It's, and it's sexy though, because it's like mesh. So you can see your nipples and it's really sexy, mm-hmm. but it just is so comfortable, comfortable and actually keeps your boobs really supported. Mm-hmm. And then your boobs just look good too. I love negative underwear. So good. Yeah. So good. So that's just, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't really shared that. Like I need to share it. So here we go. Okay. Well, getting into this weekend for you in San Diego, you finally ran a half marathon. Finally. So if you're new around here, mm-hmm. you know, that we'll, we'll share the background story, which was in 2019, 2020, Well, we had the conversation with Nike in 2019. Okay, yeah. In 2019, 
three years ago. I don't know. Two yeah. years ago. Nike came to us as the Confident Collective and wanted us to, they were hosting their first marathon in LA that was going to be in what was it april, april 2020 yeah april 2020 and they wanted us to lead a group of women to run a half marathon and i remember leaving that meeting and we were like you and i were so stoked we were like oh my gosh this is insane like and both of us not runners like we were like well we're just gonna have to figure it out no i'm the type of person who did everything in their right mind to get out of gym class and running yes. growing up like Running to me was like the worst thing ever. But when we left that meeting, when they told us what they wanted us to do, I was so excited. Like there's no part of me that wants to do anything else. Like I, yeah. I could not wait to run that half marathon. Yeah. And it, it led to obviously us leading a group of 30 women. Mm -hmm. We had to narrow down. I couldn't believe how many submissions we got to yeah. do this. We had probably over a hundred people want to do it with us. Yeah. It was so exciting. And we led 30 of you to run this half marathon. And I think... I, I still say it was a highlight of my career. Same. It was so incredible. We got up into running like 10 or 11 miles, I think was our yep. last run. And then literally the pandemic happened and the world shut down. I remember sending like a message to our group. Don't worry. Like we'll still be running. And then we'll be like, wait, then just we, things escalated so quickly. We had a call with Nike and they're like, look, we're canceling the race. It's not happening. I I was devastated. We were dev it actually makes me emotional thinking Devastated. About it. We had all been working so hard and I just was like, oh, my. and especially for us, like I, I would have never been out running like that if it wasn't for this Same. goal. And I just was like, oh, my God, you're kidding me. And obviously now, like fast forward to now in January, um, my friend Missy was like, we should run this half. Let's do a half marathon. Let's run this half marathon. You know, and I was like, you know what? I set this goal like two years ago and we were going to, you know, run this half marathon and I came so close. I want to see it through. So signed up for this half marathon and I was like thinking about like, okay, why am I doing this? I wanted to do it because it was like, we had said it and we came so close. Mm -hmm. Um, and also I really am, I don't know if this is like a toxic thing or maybe I need to look at, like, I love doing things that like people think I couldn't do or like I, even myself told myself I couldn't do like I realized I had so many like false narratives around like running specifically in fitness like oh I'm not a runner like blah 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 and I was like and I think too people never look at me wouldn't look at me and be like oh she could run 13 miles mm -hmm. and I was like you know what fuck yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it yeah um Except I feel like people would look at you and think that. I would look at you and think that. You think? Yeah, I feel like you're really athletic. Well, thank you very much. But I, I mean, in my head, when yeah. I picture a runner, I don't picture myself. I don't picture someone that looks like me. Yeah. Because that's not really what we see as runners. Totally. Which I'll get into later. Seeing the types of people running the marathon was so magical. Um, but basically... Leading up to the marathon, it was like, I love having something to train for. Like I really, looking back, I thought I love having something to like work for. It, it just is like, gives you a purpose. Totally. And so, um, Missy and I were training for it. And then unfortunately, like two, probably three, a month ago now, three weeks ago, um, a little bit before the race, she had to drop out. She couldn't do it. She had to go home for some family stuff. And I was like, really upset really, really upset. And I was like, why am I so upset by this? Like, I, 
what what's going on? And I realized, I think that like a few years ago, I, um, did a half, I did a sprint triathlon and I remember begging my boyfriend at the time. I was like, we were doing long distance. He was in Utah. I was in Colorado. I was like, can you please come like support me? This means so much to me. Like I've been working so hard. And again, just anything that comes to like pushing myself physically and like accomplishing something, it just is like bigger for me than just like, Oh, it's like, it's not just a triathlon or half marathon. Like it's really proving to myself that like my body isn't what I've like said it's been my whole life. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't come. And then I was just thinking like training for this half marathon. I'm like, wow, like my life looks so different now. I have like all of these friends that support me. And like, I'm doing this with, you know, one of my now like best girlfriends who I think is like coming to my life for a reason and blah, blah, blah. And then she had to drop out. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I can't, I was like, I really don't want to do it alone. Like I it lost all the magic. Right. Right. And I had to really reframe it and be like, okay, Ryan, no, you can fucking do this. If you have to do it alone, you can fucking do it. And it's going to be like, prove to yourself that you can do it. But I was telling my trainers um, that I was really bummed about Missy not being able to do it. And my trainer, Brian was like, all right, well, I'm going to come do it with you. And I was like, no, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I did not want him to do it because for me, it was like a trigger of like, here's this guy who's literally the epitome of like health and wellness. Right. Like, and I'm like, I don't want to see him. I don't want him to see me run 13 miles. That was in my head. And then I was like, I don't want to like, I don't want him to make me run faster. I don't want, like I, there was all of these things. And he was like, Rand, you're being so weird. Just let me run it with you. And so I was like, okay. I, I was like, all right, if we're going to run it, like, let's do it. So ended up being him and his cousin and our other trainer, Mike came down and ran it with me. Um, and it was like, I couldn't believe that they did that. Like, I honestly still can't believe that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's like such a good support system. That's not like, cause I feel like there are a lot of trainers out there that just show up, like take your money. Like no, that's supporting like your overall goals. And that's amazing. Yeah. And it was like more, it was like, they were there as friends too, which yeah. I was like, you know, my belief about male I'm, friends. I'm like, wait, I think I have guy friends now. Who that's am I? Great. I don't think you've ever had guy friends before. I mean, not since like high school. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, like what is happening? I could not believe, like I couldn't get my boyfriend of like six years to come watch me do a half marathon, a that's sprint so triathlon. Up. And now these guys who I've known for three months, literally on their one day off have come to run 13 miles. I'm like, and they didn't do no training, anything. I'm like, I am just was baffled by it, baffled by it. And I just felt really special. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm so happy they did that. I know. I was like, damn, thinking about the takeaways of the half marathon, like, first of all, there are people of every age, body type, everything doing these races. And it was so cool to see. I was just like, I mean, there were like grandmas running past me. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn girl, get it. Like I could not believe it. And I just think about like, we always say like, oh, I'm not a runner. And like, obviously there are things like, I, I will say, I do kind of think that my body, it is harder on our bodies. <laughs> we got a lot to run and my knees do fucking hurt. And my hips do fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like trying to do a marathon every, a half marathon every few months or anything like that. No, no, no. But it's just like, if we don't let us, if we stop putting ourselves in a box, we can do so much more than we think we can. 100%. 
Like, why do we always think, and maybe this is just me, but I'm just like, how have I let myself say this my whole life? And then I'm with these thousands of people who are all doing this and everyone, different ages, different body types, different abilities. And it was just so cool to see. There's something about that like race day energy that was like yes, super magical. magical. For sure. It was magical. Oh, I wish you could have done it. I know, me too. I'm kind of having FOMO. I wish I did it too, but. Your shins. Well, not only that, you know, when you just like, no, you can't set yourself up for fail. Like I just know like with my schedule and my yeah. current situation, yeah, it wouldn't have worked. But that's just this time around. Maybe there's another time around. Yeah. But you would have thrived I know. in the race and, day energy. Yeah, I would have loved that energy. Oh, and I forgot. Oh my gosh. Before the race, we were like, they, you would line up in waves. And this girl, um, she's like, oh my gosh, are you Rayanne? Um, I listened to your podcast. Oh my goodness. So, um, I'm like, Oh my gosh, wait, I wrote down her name, Teresa. If you are listening, hi. And it was so hey, cool Teresa. because we kind of were like running with each other and like, all of the, like get a girl. Like That's it was so cool. so cool. And it was nice because her and her friend had run a few half marathons. So it was just nice. I was like, Oh my gosh, how are you guys feeling? Cause I was nervous. Like there is something about doing something you've never done before that I, I just think people need to do things that they haven't done before more often. Totally. Because it's so good for you. Wait, did you get emotional at all? Cause like I'm someone who's like watched marathons and like even just standing on the sidelines, like giving water, cheering on. Like I, you know, I just cry like easily, but I get super teary eyed and emotional. Like there's something about watching also people like doing something they maybe never thought they could do or maybe conquering a goal is just like so exciting. Like I get overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah. I'm like happy for them. Oh my gosh. There were so many times where I was overwhelmed with emotion seeing a people just like running and pushing themselves is amazing. And then that when they would see people, they would know and like wave like, and the people coming to watch and it was just magical. And then especially Brian, like he would be this man for 13.1 miles didn't break a freaking sweat i think it was more work for him to run in my pace and it would have been for him Probably. to just run <laughs> but he was like let's go ryan like woo, let's go ray and like cheering on everybody else and it was just like wow like i felt really grateful to have him during that time i was like oh there was just so many magical moments like that and seeing like this woman was pushing her daughter in a wheelchair and i was just like oh my gosh wow, that's amazing yeah and it, it was just like the energy was, was palpable. Um, and I will say, I looked at my pace. So mm -hmm. I, my pay, my goal was 1130. Okay. What my were you normally pace. doing? That's what you were. I was doing like 1140s. Okay. My pace was 1111. That's incredible. Incredible. Way faster than I thought. But 1111 also has like crazy spiritual like significance in numerology and astrology right mm -hmm. so i was looking more into like 11 11 because i don't like really pay m that much attention okay what does it mean what does it mean okay it depends on the situation but it's usually associated with creativity motivation innovation it suggests that prayers will be answered and aspirations achieved and i was like okay that's Whoa. so nice i got <laughs> so that's nice. like so meant to be i got like teary-eyed when i didn't even realize it until i posted my and then thing. people start saying, and a girl messaged me was like, whoa, 11, 11. I was like, I didn't even notice. 
And it did feel like very spiritual to me crossing the finish line. Like it was just pushing myself beyond the box that I've created, doing something new, pushing yourself mentally and physically. I highly suggest that everyone do something along these lines because we're going to have to do a TCC one. (sighs) Got to get my knees back and then (laughs) (laughs) no, but we, I honestly think, and that's why I think we both said it was a highlight of our career because that's, that builds so much confidence and it's, it's super powerful and really magical to be a part of. So, well, now you're making me want to run. I, if you do one, I'll do one with you. Okay. Half marathon. Maybe we have to do it for like winter. Is there winter half marathons? There has to be. We got to do a half marathon. We got to choose a cool destination and go there and do it. I know. I, you know which one I want? There's one in Big Sur, which is my cousin has done that one. My cousin has run like, I don't know, 20 something half marathons. Yeah. And she'll, she used to go like all around the country doing them. And she went and did the Big Sur one by herself actually. Oh not my knowing God. anyone doing it. Good for her. Yeah. She's Good actually, for her. Actually, when I said that out loud, I'm like, wow, she's like so cool. <laughs> no, I honestly think like if you do it alone, that's like really, really wow. Like mm-hmm. kudos to you because it's, I think, scary to do something, even just logistically. Like the, the night before the race, I was like losing sleep. Do I pin my number on the front of my shirt or right. on the back of my shirt? What do I do? I'm like, okay, where I looked at the race map probably a hundred times. I'm like, where do I go? Okay. How am I going to know where my wave is? Like, there's just so many things that like, for me, I don't know when I became so like neurotic, but it was, it was like stressing right, me you're out. Anxious, excited. Yeah. There's anxious so much nervous, nervous energy there. Yeah. But once you cross the start line, it's just like, whew. and also it's not like you're going to like not know where to go. I know, <laughs> I know. There's like thousands of now, other people. I'm going to, yeah. Rosie was like, Rayanne, chill. Unless you're like leading the pact. Yeah. Ray- Rosie was like, I think they're just going to have signs. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have to shout out Rosie too for coming with me because when um, Nissy said she wasn't able to do it, I was like, oh my gosh. And Rosie was like, okay, I'm coming. And it just, I felt really grateful to have friends like you texting me, supporting me, Rosie being there, these guys coming to run with me. I just felt very, everyone made it super special and very supportive. And, and it was just, I, w- I felt very grateful. I might not have a boyfriend, but man, I got good friends. Yeah, and yeah. that is, I will take that every single day. Girl, you did it. I'm so proud of you. Oh, that's Thank you. awesome. You should take a moment and like, I mean, you are, but like really sit in it and like realize what you've accomplished. You know what I mean? And not like just move on so quickly. Cause I feel like it's like, oh, what's next? Yeah. Oh, just check that off my list. But like, no. Yeah. I mean, it it feels good to be checked off. Um, Oh, I celebrated with a spicy market at the pool. After the race, I was like, well, no. (laughs) I'll tell a funny story about doing a marathon with your trainer. So they came down and we were like, okay, let's go to dinner. I'm like we go to this Italian place. I'm like, all right, boys, we carbo load in. And Brian's <laughs> like, no, you, you've already got the stores you need. Um, I would just order something that you'd normally order. I'm like, all right, I'll get the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> what did they order? Oh my gosh. These guys, he's like, Brian's so sweet. He's like, you know, we'll, we eat more than you. And I'm like, I know they got like pizza, pasta, okay, okay. bread. They, the bread basket was gone in two seconds. Um, but he was like, no, just order what you normally order. A little does he know the pasta is what I normally order. <laughs> and then, um, after the rates, I was like, all right guys, let's get a cheeseburger. 
And Mike is like joking. I'm going to get a salad with the dressing on the side. <laughs> I was like, I hate you. Seriously. But we had spicy margs and awesome food by the pool. It was amazing. Um, but I'll share some. People were asking what some of my half marathon tips are. And I think people get overwhelmed with the thought of just like, where do I start? And honestly, just people are like, how'd you find this race? I literally just Googled half marathons San Diego because we wanted to do it somewhere cool. Like, oh, I said, Big Sur, whatever. Mm -hmm. So just Google half marathons near you. And honestly, for your first one, it might just be nice to do it in your city. There are half marathons all the time. Just Google it. And a huge factor that made the training process for me better was the Nike Run Club app. Mm -hmm. They have guided runs. And that's what we used, obviously. Yeah, that's how could, I like, found choose out. Who's, who's guiding your run to? So if you really like someone. Yeah. And like it just, those guided runs made the long runs in the training plan so much easier because he'll be like, or she'll, depending on what coach you have, you'll be like four miles in. And he's like, okay, check on your form. How's your breathing? Chin down, slightly lean forward. And he'll like tell you stories. And it just, that was a game changer for me. And you don't have to follow the training plan like to a T. Like I usually did three out of the five runs a week because I was doing lifting as well. Right. So that was a great tool. And honestly, you just have to start like crossing the starting line in itself is a feat. So like, don't overthink it. And if you want to do something like this, just do it. Did you feel stronger this time around because you've been weightlifting and train like physical training for like what, almost a year now? I actually was worried that I felt like less prepared because when we were doing the training together for, for Nike, I was like not skipping runs, like, but I wasn't working out in any other way. I was just running. Right. So in my head, I felt like I was more prepared, but honestly for the 13 miles, I had zero pain. I felt so good. Like I wasn't out of breath ever, except for this one fucking hill that, mm -hmm. ooh, ooh. but I, yeah, I think that the lifting helped so much. So running three times a week and lifting twice a week was perfect for me because I felt so good during the whole run. Yeah, that's great. And felt lucky that nothing like went wrong. Like I wasn't like, like my sock didn't bunch up and give me a blister or right. like I didn't, there's something or like chafing or, or my like sunglasses weren't fogging up or right. like there are some things that like when that happens, that's when my run gets ruined. Like throws you off for sure. Yeah. Um, and I will link in our, um, show notes, all of my running gear. Cause I was getting questions about that. Cause I tried a lot of different like leggings, fanny packs, blah, blah, blah. So I'll link everything I wore on race day. And I will say it was that to me is super, super important because if your leggings are falling down, you're going to have a horrible run. Absolutely. If your bra is chafing your armpit, that's Absolutely. all you're going to think about. 100%. So I have found like the, these things, I, I didn't even think about them, which is when you know it's good. Totally. That's so great. we'll link all of those in. You carried your notes. phone on you too, right? Yeah. I had a little fanny pack. So mm -hmm. all I carried on me was this fanny pack, which I'll link. Um, my phone and, and energy gummies and chapstick mm. because when I ran my mouth got really dry. Gosh, so having the chapstick, that's was another thing. If my lips are chapped, that's all I could think. All about. you can think about. All I could think about. Yes. And another, our friend, um, who has done a mar half marathon before was like, take a couple ibuprofen before the race. Oh. So I did that. And I think that helped. <laughs> Interesting. She's a like, preventative measure. Wow. Yeah. So overall life changing experience for me so grateful for everyone who supported me and um it was 
just a incredible way to push myself mentally and physically and a huge, huge confidence builder. So highly recommend doing it. If you're thinking about it, this is your sign on behalf of me and the entirety of the confident collective. We're very proud of you. Thanks. I'm like, I'm sure everyone's going to be happy. I'm not talking about this half marathon anymore. (laughs) That's so awesome. Um, should we get into our ask away with Ray and Kay? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Ask away. Kick us off, Christina. All right, let's do it. So I'm a young plus size gal in the online dating world right now. And I've been struggling with some of the compliments I get from guys online. It's hard to tell if guys are fetishizing me, expecting me to have an hourglass curvy figure, or if they're trying to give me a genuine compliment. Any girl of any size can get a nice ass or great boobs compliment. Should I be offended by compliments like, I like thick girls. I love when girls have curves in all the right places or any attempt at a compliment that mentions my size. As a plus size girl who isn't perfectly proportioned and has curves that aren't in all the right places, I feel conflicted. Should I accept these kinds of compliments? SOS. Mm. First of all, I know that there's like this ideal body type of like having curves and curves in all the right places, but I feel like that's what we need to like stop focusing on because I feel like there isn't just the right type of curvy. Do you know what I mean? Like every, we should focus on trying to celebrate every single body type. Mm -hmm. But I think if someone is like, I like thick girls, that sounds like pretty fetishy to me. If someone is like nice ass or like, great boobs like that wouldn't make me feel confident personally but I do think that like we you should be open to receiving compliments and I think deep down like you know when one feels icky or not yeah I feel like it's just a line and you know when it's icky and you know when it's fetishy yeah um and you know when it but I think it's I mean if a guy is like, I love your body. I love, I mean, again, and there's a line cause I have had a guy say, be that. And I was like, Oh, it's getting a bit weird. He kept bringing it back to my body, bringing it back to my body. But then I've had guys who just are very complimentary and I'm, I, it's nice. I like it. Definitely. Yes. And when you don't get that, you want that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if a guy wasn't complimenting, you'd probably want those compliments to be like, Oh, does he think I'm fat? Does he not like my body type? So I just think that, you know, deep down where that line is for you. Um, And if he's complimenting your body, but also like treating you really well and taking you out and having conversations and asking questions, then like, then accept it and have fun with it. If he's like, I love your curves. Like, and he's like doing booty calls at like 11 o'clock at night, then like maybe that's not the right person for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. And I think, but sometimes I think when it comes to like, okay, if he says I like thick girls, whatever, I just think like some people do have a type and like it is, I mean, are we all kind of like fetishy a little bit? Like, and I'm not saying this is okay. I'm not saying this. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but there are some short guys who are like, I love tall women, right? Whatever. Or I'm like, I love tall guys or like, I know that's everybody who doesn't, but like, I mean, it is short King spring, everybody. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, or like, I don't know. There, I, we, I guess, what's the difference between having a type? Because we all kind of have types. But then again, I'm just thinking out loud here. The John Mayer thing that you mentioned. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think you can have many, many types. I think so too. I just think at the end of the day, like, you know, if someone's making you feel creepy or uncomfortable. Yeah. And if they are, then that's okay to like, ask them not to say something or just be like, or just like, bye. bye. But, um, 
I would probably accept compliments first. Yeah, I think too, maybe there's some underlying like false narratives you have about yourself that oh, you don't deserve to be um, appreciated by a man um, or complimented in that regard. So I think maybe that's some like work of being like, no, I, I, I men can find me attractive and I can receive compliments. Um, Cause I think that's something that's sometimes hard. That has been hard for me in the past too, at least. So that might be something going on there too. I love compliments. Um, but more the better. <laughs> I love compliments, but still sometimes I'm like, no, but I definitely think there's like a, a line between like compliments and creepy. Yeah, for sure. And no one wants that crossed. Yeah. So if he's a good quality guy who's taking you out, pursuing you, let him give you the compliment. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Love ya. Love Bye. ya. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at confidentcollective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.